Well, it's 2024, and as they say, new year, new you, I suppose. So what's a better way to start off the new year than going on a trip or planning a trip? Yeah. And what's the easiest way to take this trip that you just decided to take? You're welcome. Head over to our friends at Zip Travel Company, and they will help you plan this trip. So not only will they help you plan your trip, it's also no cost to you. They'll help you plan your itinerary. Mm-hmm. They'll also look for deals for you. So when you book, if there's discounts that happen later on or anything else that can save you money, they will actually help you do that so you can save money and they will look out for deals for you all the time. Because let's face it, it can be confusing to book a trip to uh, Orlando or anywhere else in the world. So these travel experts will help you plan your trip, guide you through the whole process, and it's completely free. If you head on over to travelwithzip.com, there's a form there you can fill out. They will get in touch with you. Just let them know whatever plans you have or if you're just looking for deals, they'll also let you know that as well. And on top of that, if you do book a trip through this link, travelwithzip.com, and because you're a listener of the show, we'll give you some goodies as well. So Zip will leave you a goodie bag at your hotel, which sometimes we even get those, which is always a great thing to have on your trip. But we'll also give you a free t-shirt and you'll get $10 in shop credit that you can use for CTM Apparel or 1901 Candle Company products as well. So go to travelwithzip.com to book your trip today. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing okay, Jared. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing good. Uh, I, Jamie's allergies are kind of attacking her a little this evening, so they are not pleasant. Nope, I'm very itchy, but I'll I'll be okay. I'll work through it. That's why Jared is hosting. I usually host Universal shows, but today I I just. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. The ever saga of the allergies. We've. I bought a. Oh, uh, I don't know if these things work. They're the. They're supposed to clean the air. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's a brand new thing. Air. What are they? Uh, air. Air um, purifiers. Purifiers. Yeah, that's what it is. So I don't know if it works or not. We'll see. I did. I did make well, some meat earlier, and you know when you like sear meat. If you don't know this, is what happened. You sear meat like on a cast iron. It gets a little smoky in the house. It did recognize the air was not good at that point. And I was like, well, okay, at least it, it maybe recognizes something, but I Well, don't know. it's only it only covers eleven hundred square feet. And we're upstairs. So it's not gonna work upstairs. You know. Like well, we, downstairs. Again, we can we can travel it around. But either way, I'm just I'm just saying we're trying that out and uh, all that stuff like that. But I was gonna say, um, there was a little this isn't really newsworthy, but this evening Universal had an interesting well, they had two tweets. One that I think they took down. Uh, and it simply showed... The one that's still up shows the universal ball that we all know. It you know rotates. It says universal. And it says, is it us or did the globe turn into blocks for a sec? And it kind of shows it going clear and then like really super grainy and back and forth. Pix- it's pixelated. Right. Yeah. Um, apparently... Now, I saw this and I kind of didn't... I was like, I, I don't know what it really meant. And then you and I were talking before the show... So apparently the rumor, I guess, or some people are saying, I think what Universal was replying back is this could be Ro or not, excuse me, not Roblox, um, Minecraft. But like in what capacity? Like right. what does that mean? Uh, cause someone said blocks, you say, and Universal said, took us a moment to craft a response. Better stay tuned. 
And they had a bunch of like using brick in there. So it's either Minecraft. I don't know. To me, also use brick. I think of Legos. So it could be something to do with maybe a, you know, you know, Lego sets come out all the time. Like mm-hmm. Disney has a bunch of Universal. Or no, excuse me. Disney has a whole bunch of Lego themed things. I could see Universal getting in on that. Perhaps they have a ton of Harry Potter. A right, ton. but I just mean actual Universal. Maybe like of the Universal Globe. That to me, oh, like they maybe. had the one they took down was the entrance. Mm, okay. I saw it earlier and it's not there anymore. So I don't know. Maybe it well, there's like entrance. There's an entrance one to Hollywood. Well, there was is an that entrance, the one you're talking about? No, there was an entrance one that they had up to to uh, Florida that is now removed. It's not there anymore. Hmm. I didn't see because I one. remember okay. seeing it earlier, and then when I went back and checked, it's not there. Hmm. So I'm not sure it's what it is. But I, I mean, if anybody knows out there has guesses, let us know. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know anything about Minecraft. I know a little bit about Legos. So I, I, don't know no if, I don't know if Minecraft still a thing. Well, the bricks. They mentioned bricks a bunch in other uh, comments. And that's that's pretty I mean, that's pretty close to Minecraft stuff. Well, they call Legos bricks, though. Mm-hmm. I think. But the craft, the craft line. It's, well, but they it's, only use... It's Minecraft. <laughs> like, it just is. Like, it has to be. I mean, there's no other Lego... There's no other Lego like um, hints in there. It has to be Minecraft. But they used craft in one response I saw. I, I don't know. To me, it's very, and I very well could be wrong. Like I said, I don't know. But it seems to me it could be 50 50. But apparently there's yeah. something that's going on. So I don't know. That's an interesting little tidbit that yeah. uh, was there this evening. But all right. Well, we do have some news to talk about. And we also are going to uh, talk about our experience over at Mardi Gras because we were there this past weekend to experience a Mardi Gras festival that uh, we've now enjoyed the past... Uh, this is the third year straight, I think we've done it. Is it? Yeah. Is it third year? Okay. I think so. Because the first year we did it was like COVID times. It was really weird. Oh. Which is almost like a mulligan because it was just a really odd one. But Oh, 2021? Yes. Oh, this is the fourth year then. Am I my math off? Yes. This Either is way. 2024. It's been a while. We've been going to a few of them now. And uh, so we're going to talk about that and, you know, we'll compare it to like last year's and maybe and a lot of people ask us this question, like how does it compare to say like a, you know, an Epcot festival. So we'll talk about that uh, in, in terms of we reviewed a few food booths and uh, things of that nature. But before we talk about the news, I just want to remind everybody, if you're watching us on YouTube over at CTM podcast, we'd ask you to please subscribe to the channel and uh, like this video. We'd greatly appreciate it. And if you're listening on good old podcast, uh, wherever you listen to podcasts on, we'd ask, you know please subscribe and uh, leave us a review. We'd greatly appreciate it. It helps us continue to grow the show. And if you're listening, if you have been listening and you would like more content or you want to contribute to the show, uh, joining Club 32 is probably the best way to do that. And that's our private group. You know, if you can't afford Club 33, Club 32 is kind of, you know, it's the best alternative. We won't charge you $30,000 a year to uh, go into a private club, but we have extra content in there. So we have things like Cool Kids Kitchen live streams where we make a Universal or Disney dish once a month. Always a good time. We have the Club 32 Speakeasy. We have the Club 32 Show, which is every Tuesday where we hang out and chat with everybody just about whatever we want to end up chatting about on Tuesday nights. Uh, There is 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products. There's a private podcast feed, a private Facebook group, a private Discord, and a lot of extra things we're doing in there. Plus, we've got meetups all the time. And everything like that. So if you want to join there, you can go to ctmvip.com. We have monthly or yearly options. And you can even do a free trial if you'd like to do that as well. So again, ctmvip.com. And if you'd like to join there, we'd love to have you. So, all right. Let's get to the first news story we have, which is the Circus McGurkis Cafe Stupendous. Stupendous. 
has reopened in Seuss Landing. Yeah, so this is the only casual sit-down restaurant that has indoor seating at um, at uh, Seuss Landing in Islands of Adventure. Uh, it closed, I believe it closed back in June, and they were basically doing a whole reworking, refurbing the restaurant. And it now includes a mobile pickup window and lots of new menu items. Um, in fact, the only returning item is the roast beast sandwich. And that actually was like a exclusive, I think it's supposed to be an exclusive like holiday offering. And that's the, like the sandwich that has a, a little tiny sandwich on top of it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> you know okay. I'm talking about? So that's returned, but they have some new items like the green eggs and ham cheesecake. That does not sound appealing. So, but. so I hear it's, it's pretty good. I hear it's pretty good. I mean, I just, yeah, you mm -hmm. think of green and eggs and ham and a cheesecake that immediately yeah. just seems a bit, you know, off-putting. But I'm assuming those are just, it's like, It just looks, looks like green, green eggs and ham. It's right, just, yeah. it, but it tastes like a cheesecake. Um, chicken and biscuit. And the biscuit is peanut-shaped, which is interesting. Um, a contortion corn dog and caramel popcorn cupcake. Those are some of the items that you can get now. Um, we'll try this eventually. We just, we didn't get a chance to. That actually opened on Saturday, um, but we were doing festival stuff, so we didn't get a chance to try it. But um, the restaurant is now primor primarily mobile order. So you order like on the app, and you just put your table number in, and a team member will bring your food out to you. This is very similar to what they do at uh, Minions Cafe. They kind of do this everywhere now. Yeah. So like this is basically becoming the norm, basically universal, which it works well, but it, I, and a lot of people, like, especially if you're not familiar with the way it works, it can be kind of confusing. You're like, okay, I can't get a table until I order, but what, I don't know how to, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it could be kind of a little confusing. Yeah. And I don't know if I like it. It's it's not um, that it's bad. It's just different. I do feel like they they do need to do a little bit better of a job of communicating that because I you find yeah. it in you're in line and then you have cast members sort of running around telling people this, but people are waiting in line to get a seat. It was kind of chaos. We went and ate at the Richter Burger, and um, it was yeah, it was kind of chaotic. It was chaotic, but it that, was also busy. So. It was busy, but then I went outside and found a table right away. So I don't think mm -hmm. a lot of people knew that you could just go and find your table first and then order yeah. but they have been doing this at minions i mean that is a thing i don't know if that was a test run for it but that is that is how minions cafe ran at least when we went there in yeah. opening day or yeah i think it was opening day um, yeah i mean it doesn't work it's not bad necessarily i just need to probably experience a little bit more to see if it's better Mm -hmm. Um, but mm -hmm. I, you know, the other thing I don't know is like, which you really can't control is like the wait times, but I guess at least you're sitting at yeah. a table. Well, and my guess is that's what they're doing with Mel's dine drive-in. The, um, the restaurant that's been closed for since like the summer, I think. Pro Remember? Probably. They're pro I mean, my they're guess would be they're all probably moving to this since mm -hmm. we've, we're seeing it at a lot of different places now. Well, and it also keeps people from going up to the counter to pick up their food and clogging that area. Well, they just yeah. use team members to bring out your food. It kind of kind of creates like a, a little bit more room, I guess. You know, not, not as crazy hectic in that way. I mean, it could be just a, a test they're doing it. But yeah, you would think it maybe is a little bit more efficient where you don't have people crisscrossing and you just go order your food, sit at your table and wait. And versus you got a bunch of people walking around. Yeah. 
So maybe that's yeah. the thinking there. And they also added more freestyle machines in the restaurant and cafe or Circus McGurkis. Uh, they got rid of the cafe setup completely. So like, if you remember correctly, when we ate at the this cafe, uh, or sorry, Circus McGurkis for um, the Grinch breakfast. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was cafeteria style, basically buffet, go in, get up your food. Okay, that's all gone. There's a couple registers if you want to order your food in person. But otherwise, they've added some more seating. They've kind of just reworked a little bit. But the train thing where you're like the booths that look like the train, mm-hmm. train cars, they're still there. Um, but the theming is is the same. Um, I just, my favorite part of this, though, I think, is the fact that you can go through it when you ride the trolley. You I mean, can see yeah, you down yeah. into it. I always like that part. Um, but yeah, we'll try this. We'll try this sometime soon just to see how it is. I kind of want to try the contortion, contortion corn dog. I heard it was interesting. It was good, but like interesting. Like it's got like sausage and pepperoni in it. Okay. Instead of like a hot dog. <laughs> well, I'm curious because like Universal has a strange mix of it. And we've talked about it before, right? I think we're Universal could and needs to improve quite a bit on is is some of their food offerings now their yes. newest stuff they've opened i feel like has been very good so it's been like, better like the harry yeah. potter stuff minions cafe i'm curious if they're going to go in and redo like some of these old places like this like shut them down redo them a little bit and then reopen them with like a, a new menu i think so if this is the case i think it's a really good thing because i do think more consistently solid quick servers all over the parks is definitely a thing that would help them the next step, I think, would be more sort of. Uh, I think they kind of like like the iconic snacks. I think that's something that helps Disney a lot mm-hmm. in terms of like, especially Magic Kingdom, um, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but I like this idea. I mean, you know, uh, it's funny when you talk about Universal versus Disney, which always comes up. Like, they have different ways of doing things. This one potentially, I could see a better method of like the whole table thing and everything like that. But we'll have to wait and see yeah. on a mass scale how that goes, sort of thing. But yeah. Yeah, although it does involve using your smartphone for everything, which I'm always mixed bag about. Like, obviously, have one yeah. and use it, but I don't necessarily like the idea that everything revolves around it. Just because, like, you know, what if you're walking well, around and your phone's dead? Which did happen to me. What happens mm-hmm. if you walk around your phone's dead and you want some food? Well, they're, they 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 have the ability to take orders in person. You I know. can do that, but it seems like that's like it, Disney's the same way. It mm-hmm. just seems like it's it's a you have to do extra work just to go up and order food like a normal person. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you can just tell them, be like, hey, uh, I don't have my phone and I'd like to order food. They're going to be like, sir, <laughs> are you okay? Like, yeah. Be like, like, what's happening? I don't believe in phones. And they're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, that's going on there. So yeah. it just, I we do need to try it out. And I'm yeah. curious if, uh, you know, we start seeing other restaurants do this, especially before Epic Universe opens. I can mm-hmm. see this becoming a trend of going in and mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, getting new things all over the parks to try and help push crowds around. Yeah. Whenever Universal or excuse me, when Epic Universe opens. But yeah. All right. Next news story is one that I, uh, I, I love. It's actually right behind me here. If you're watching us on YouTube, it's <laughs> behind on the, on the shelf here is that there is a new transformer popcorn bucket that is available now. And it is the only popcorn bucket I've ever purchased. This is true. It's a bumblebee. It's bumblebee from the transformers movies. Um, couple cool things about it. It does light up. Its, its eyes light up. You just push a button and it lights up. You can move its arms. You can move its legs. 
It's I'm showing people that are watching. <clears throat> if you're watching this, on YouTube, it looks you like a this. toy. I mean, like if you took this the straps off, it would just look like a toy. The eyes light up. Yeah. Um, it's, the, it's posable. So the legs and arms move. Uh, <clears throat> the top is where technically the popcorn goes, which I mean, right. it's an okay. Ma- it's actually more than I've seen on like some other popcorn buckets. Yeah. Our kids I mean, like to put toys in it. Oh, yeah. The kids so. <laughs> love to play with it like all weekend. So um, that was funny. No, it's, but. it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's thirty four ninety nine mm-hmm. before any discounts with our premier pass holder discount. It was twenty nine. Mm-hmm. before i think with tax it was 29 but okay. um no like this was one where they had to have just released it the day we got there because mm-hmm. we got in and jamie i was somewhere else and you called me mm-hmm. you're like you need to come in here and i saw it yeah. and um so i, I bought it that's a, again this is the only popcorn bucket i've ever bought because I, I don't yeah. know if you, you guys know this about me or not if i talked about it i love transformers i love like g1 transformers that was my thing growing up as a kid the only thing i wish more is that this was optimus prime but so you know we, what? I think it might be coming. I think oh, they might I think they're going to do a lot of these. One. I will if they come out with a whole a bunch of them. I will I will buy all of these. Um, they probably will never do it. But if they do like an old school sound wave, I would be in. And if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, then I'm a nerd. So um, <laughs> so that would be cool. But no, we're walking around with it, and so our kids loved it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, right off the bat. But uh, the day we did Mardi Gras. Our kids kind of lost interest in it. And I was like, well, so we took it anyways to go do like we made a reel, which you can check out on our social media. We have mm-hmm. a reel about this. But I was wearing it. And the two days we're walking around this thing, people were constantly asking us like, oh, my gosh, where'd you get that? And a bunch of people like in lines, cast or excuse me, team members, team members. Mm-hmm. were like, where did you get that? And I was like, oh, they and they have this in the Transformers gift shop in the main, at least on the studio side. In the main shop when you walk, mm-hmm. when you go into the studio side. Those were the two places I, I for sure know they're there. They also have them in the Universal Studios store in City Walk. Okay. So there's a lot. There's a few places you can definitely get them. Um, and they had plenty when we went. So Yeah, like, they had a lot. And somebody asked me on Instagram, I think, if this was a limited edition item. Like if this was going to be available for a while. And I just don't know. Like It didn't say anything <sighs> about it. Um yeah, I don't know. I mean, we were sitting there and at Mardi Gras reviewing one, some of the food stuff, and one of this guy goes, he, "He's like, where did you get that?" And I told him, "You can find it here and here." And he goes, "Well, I work here, and I have no clue about this." <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know." We walked, in. so I think even amongst like the team members, it was very it was much brand like, new. Brand well, new. I actually saw um, somebody post about it on, I think it was Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, X on X. X. On uh, early on Friday morning, and I, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to show Jared," and then when I showed him, he was like. Oh, it got very excited. Well, it looks, it definitely like, <laughs> it's, it definitely looks like a toy. It does look like a thing. toy. But again, if they're going to do like Optimus Prime and all yeah. these other ones, I will, I will get them. I, and never awesome. put popcorn in them, just have them. Well, <laughs> well, you can't. So, one thing when you buy a popcorn bucket, they give you a receipt to go get popcorn and they'll give it to you like in a bag. You don't have you don't yeah. I guess you could, but I didn't put it in there. Because they don't like sell they don't they don't sell them at popcorn stands, right? You have to they buy them in I didn't them see them in popcorn stands. Yeah. I saw I've only so ever seen the bu- the buckets um in the shops. Okay. Yeah. So but they'll give you a little a free you just take it up to the um any popcorn stand. I took it up to the one in Min or uh, yeah, Minion Land. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't get you the banana flavored one. I tried. Uh, it just gets I you know, the I know that regular. one's an extra one. But yeah, no, that's a really cool. If you're into Transformers, uh, I would, uh, yeah, 
I would say get it. It's pretty cool. And again, the eyes light up. It's, it's awesome. It'll it'll make a. It's got a nice little home here in the studio. Yeah. And then our children will grab it and play with it for a while. And it's pretty durable. I will say, it got dropped a few times. It did. But it, it seems did. okay. So it doesn't seem very fragile. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, definitely check that out. And here's to hoping Optimus is next. We'll see. <laughs> so, uh, all right. And the last thing we're going to talk about. And if you were curious as to a new segment called how out of ideas are they? They are now <laughs> there's a trailer for uh, twisters, not twister twisters, the movie trailer that's, that's plural. That's plural. And I know what there. you're thinking. Well, wait a minute. Is Helen Hunt in it? No, no. no. Well, Bill Paxton died, right? Yeah, he did. Sadly. And they're still making this. Uh, I saw I didn't hear this. I saw clips of it. And I was so enraged i kind of didn't want to uh watch it i don't know what it's about but i already don't like it well let me tell you i'm just Jared. gonna i'm just gonna sound like an old man right now be like i don't like it he didn't have a full-on <laughs> jean shirt with jeans you mean denim denim on denim like Listen, you're about to experience that five tornado let me, let me tell you something this movie is about storm chasers. What? That's all you got to know. I did see some of the stuff about like know. from the first movie. I'm like, wait, is this just the first movie of so, new people? <clears throat> Apparently it exists in the same universe. Well, naturally. It's not a sequel though, because obviously this, the original people are not a part of it. Like the original actors. Um, but it's new people. It's the guy. It's the guy from, um, oh, uh, um, uh, Maverick, Tom Gunn Maverick. Tom Cruise? No, no, no. Tom Cruise is not in this. <laughs> no, it's the guy who is supposed to be like the Iceman kind of character. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Something Powell. I don't remember his name. Glenn Powell. Yes, that guy. Yes, yes, yes. So he's the he's the main character in it, and then um, two other people who I didn't I didn't know who they were. But um, yeah, so we're getting another Twister movie, and that's kind of I you know I really miss the Twister. Um, what's it called? Aftermath. Uh, the ride. Oh, I was gonna say I one? like my Twister movies when there's a tinge of hatred between the two main actors, <laughs> because if you guys don't know this, if you ever went on the old Twister ride, oh. and when Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton gave you a little talk before they went, and they were split screened. They were split screened because they hated each other, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't film together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I like my Twister movie. I <laughs> is when you have a love story between the two people, and you're like, they actually hate they each other. They hate each other so. And I, you know, Bill Paxton just leaning back. He's got that. He's got that. You're about to experience an F5 tornado. Yep. Yep. He's got that little bend to him. He's got a little swagger to him. Listen. Oh, all right. RIP, Bill Paxton. I'm looking at the cast. Yes. I'm looking at the cast right now. I already don't like this movie. So I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. You're making a lot of presumptions and you don't even know what it's about. Absolutely. This is the internet. I'm making wild presumptions on nothing. This could be. I recognize nobody. The only guy I recognize is David Cornsweet is cast. uh, He's the new Superman. That's the oh, only. That's the only guy, what? which should be Henry Cavill, but that's another well, topic for another day. Oh, more attorney. I know her. But anyways, okay, so that anyway. happened. So I doubt there will be a ride at Universal though about this. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. But uh, yeah, that yeah. if you're a Twister fan and you're thinking, I am in fact a Twister fan. In fact, I've seen that first movie many, 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 many times. Well, being from the Midwest, I wasn't a huge fan of the movie because in the Midwest, tornadoes are quite a fear you have constantly because they happen all the time. I can quote that movie. I'm sure you can. I remember my mm-hmm. dad bought when DVDs 
were brand new. My mm-hmm. dad bought a DVD player, which was like, I think at the time, like $800. Oh my gosh. To watch Twister. <laughs> and at the time at home, I was like, holy crap, we have a movie theater in our house. And yeah. uh, I do remember that part, but yeah. See, I had a two DVD set. It was basically both of them were, his name was Jan DeBont. He was a cinematographer, but he became a director for these two movies. I don't know if he did any of the other ones, but um, he did Speed and Twister. Ah, and I was like, I was like, man, I really like this guy because <laughs> I loved these movies. So I watched Speed a lot, Twister a lot, and I just like those kind of actiony type mid nineties movies. I'm talking a lot today. If I'm like, I want to make a movie, and a guy walks in, I go, "What'd you direct?" He's like, "Speed and Twister." But you're like, hired. Let's go. I don't need to see let's any go. other credentials. Yeah, you're you clearly like a lot of high octane entertainment. He really does with he uh, gets in the action. You should see yeah. him like film. He like took the camera. And it's like, yeah, oh, but he like weaves in a like a love story in there. He's like, here's mm-hmm. something for everybody here. So I'm just telling you the script may not be <laughs> amazing, but the action is going to be insane. Last thing I'll say about Twister. The only thing I will say about the movie okay. never made any sense to me. Helen Hunt's dad. How he died by the, the tornado. I'm like, just go back to the back. Because they were fine. Remember that. He gets yep. swept away by the tornado, he, trying to hold the mm-hmm. cellar down for some mm-hmm. odd reason. And they're fine because they were in the back of the cellar. Yep, they like, survived. I'm like, bro, just go to the back. But maybe by the time... <laughs> <laughs> but don't maybe worry. By the time the twister took him up, then it has, was already passing. And, you know, had had they had he not held the door closed as long as he did... They would have been sucked up too. I, I don't believe that. Because what know, I'm saying Jared. is later in that movie, Bill Paxson saved by a belt against a hurricane, if you remember correctly. Yes, I do remember correctly. I'm just saying. If, his, if her dad would have just had a belt. <laughs> damn it. Well, they made his sure to pants tell- fit too well. <laughs> they made sure to tell you that those 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 pipes or whatever, or whatever they had were They went way down. They went way down the ground. They made sure to Bill Paxson's like, wait a minute, this is my first rodeo. How deep are those pipes? <laughs> And they're like, what? How deep do those pipes go? Like, I don't know. They're oh like, oh my gosh. Listen, I may need to ride out a tornado in here and I may need to use my belt. And they're like, sir, this is a family mm. establishment. And they were wrong. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, uh, a lot of liberties they take with that movie, but that is okay. Still entertaining. I feel like they got Love to the it. end. They're like, how do we save him? They're like, what if he just uses his belt? They're like, done. Is it leather? They're like, of course it's leather. Like, yeah, that's fine. It'll work. <laughs> It was the first movie I saw with um, that actor. He I thought you were going to say he passed away, but kinda, he was the was funny guy. That he was kind of he was kind of crazy. That really was, that really narrows it down. <sighs> I can't remember his name, but <laughs> sorry, like he he played Truman Capote. Oh, you're talking about um, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That was the first movie I ever saw with him. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, so let's let's move on from this. Twister's amazing, and now we're getting a another one. Too. Well, I feel like the true Universal crowd appreciates Twister. I appreciate Twister. Yeah, gone too soon. Both the ride and Bill Paxton. Truth. That's true. All right. Still better than uh, Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. You know, Jamie, they say the sense of smell is the most powerful thing a human being possesses. Do they? I don't know. I just said that, but I'm going to go with it. Therefore, you want to smell things that smell good. Sure. I would assume. We can help you do that. At 1901 Candle Company, we make candles that smell good, and they're inspired by a lot of the things that you love, like Captain America, Rapunzel, Harry Potter. Loki. 
He probably smells mischievous, but your house could smell mischievous as well. <laughs> Wizards Brew, which is butterbeer, basically. So mm-hmm. even if you don't like butterbeer, your house can smell of it. Sure. Either way, it's a great time. Fall on Main Street. What does Main Street smell like at fall time? Well, there you go. So you got some great scents. And right now we have a great deal going on. So if you buy three candles, you'll get one for free. So again, buy three candles, get one for free. So add four candles to your cart and use the promo code B3G1 and you'll get one of those for free. Plus that order will qualify for free shipping because anything over $49 gets free shipping as well. Plus we also have bundles you can build for yourself and sample packs because obviously it's hard to know which scents you're going to like without smelling them firsthand. And we have a 1901 candle company guarantee. If you don't like your candles, we will work with you to get you a scent that you like so that you are happy. So go to 1901candleco.com today. All right, let's. Uh, that's it for the news. That's it. Okay. So let's move on and talk about Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. So if you're unaware of what Mardi Gras is, it is the Universal Mardi Gras International Flavors of Carnival. It is an annual festival at Universal Studios that runs February 3rd through April 7th. And during the festival, you can watch a Mardi Gras parade, which we got to be on the float mm-hmm. and throw beads. Mm-hmm. We did. We'll talk about that. Um, enjoy international food and drinks from around the world. Jam out to famous musical artists during the concert series, and of course, the fabulous merchandise and themed tribute store. That's what Jamie wanted me to say. That's about what that. I wrote. Yes. <laughs> so that is the. So essentially, it's a. If you've ever been to like Epcot Festival, it's very similar in terms of like what you can expect. Mm-hmm. Although I will say the music side of things, they do get bigger artists to come in for the most part. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. uh, So first, what we'll do is go through and talk about the food that Before we have. Before we start that, I do want to mention this is this festival was scaled back a lot from last year. Well, I was going to talk about that once before we got directly. But yes, last year they had booths on mm-hmm. City Walk. In the islands of They adventure. had islands. They had booths everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they definitely paired it back, which I think is a good thing because I remember saying last year, pull it back a little bit. There's mm-hmm. too much to try and do. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did a good job of that this year. Well, remember they had two New Orleans booths. They had they one in New Orleans and one there. I thought I was like, okay, which, maybe they're just trying that out to see I if it works. I get the but... idea of it. I mean, it's a festival that they're trying to expand. So it's sure. like you get people on City Walk to try this you know mm-hmm. i get kind of what they were going for but at the same time it does kind of lose its like, that'd be like going to epcot or like going to disney and they have food and wine festivals at like animal kingdom in a way it's not that it's bad it's just it's just i don't know if people are expecting it but they did pair it back which yeah. i think was a good thing so that's that first and foremost i think that and last yeah. year before we get in the food we talked about last year the food was for the most part it was hit and miss, mm-hmm. and we waited a. There were long, long waits for just about every single booth. Yes, I mean every single booth over multiple days. So I remember that. That was last year, mm-hmm. and we'll see if it stacks up this year. All right, the first booth we'll talk about is Columbia, and this is over near um, the Mummy, like Jimmy Fallon area, over mm-hmm. that place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do we have over here in Columbia? We had two things. We got the Colombian burger. That's a grilled burger with Monterey Jack cheese, pineapple cabbage slaw, cilantro garlic sauce, and potato sticks. And that's $9.99. And then we also had... Oh, you want to talk about that first? Yeah, we can go ahead and talk about it if we mention it. All right. Should we just say that this was, I think, one of the best things we had? 
If you were to told me that one of the best burgers I've had in a theme park, and I'm not exaggerating, would be from a Colombian food booth at Mardi Gras, <laughs> I'd kind of be like, mm, okay. But it was really good. And now it wasn't yeah. huge, but it did get, you had double meat. Had so double you did meat. have double mm-hmm. meat. And the, Jamie didn't tell me. I, she thought I wouldn't like it because of this, but I told her that she was just wrong. But um, <laughs> the, the pineapple gave it like a little bit of sweetness to it. It was really good. Very juicy. Um, one of the better burgers. Again, the cilantro garlic sauce was really good with it as well, mm-hmm. which is basically kind of like a garlic mayo. Which Basically, yeah. I like that, so I was fine yeah. with that. The bun was also really good. Mm-hmm. So this was, I mean, I would have loved a full-size burger of this. Yeah. But it was very good. Very, very good. I don't know if it's worth $10, though, for the size. Um, but it was, it was good enough to, I mean, I guess technically we get... A discount because we're AP, so we get fifteen percent off. So it ended up being like eight fifty for this, but um, the size of it was like almost like a slider. Wouldn't you say it was like a slider? It size? was a tad bit bigger than the slider. Okay. It was a. I, I was expecting it to be much smaller than it was, but yeah, yeah, I guess we should mention as well. We did do. They have um, basically like gift cards. The you food and beverage card is what they yeah, call so it. They have two mm-hmm. options. You can do one, you spend $65 and you get $75 worth of food and beverage. Mm-hmm. Or you can do one where you spend $120 and you get $150 worth of food and beverage. Mm-hmm. So we did the $120 one. And you don't have to use all of this during Mardi Gras. Basically, you're getting $30 free dollars. Yeah. Um, and you can use, it's basically a gift card. You can yes. use this at any time, not just at Mardi Gras. So it's kind of, I don't know, if you're planning on going back to Universal ever and spending any money it's not a bad idea to do it so that's what we did yeah yeah. yeah. so and then plus you get an ap discount when you're at the food booths so you're discounts you get lots of discounts of this so the 9.99 we probably pay closer to like seven ish for this i would guess 850 if it's 15 percent well, i mean i'm talking about like with the discount you get like on the card too i'm just saying if you added it oh, all up. oh 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 yeah i mean if if you want to look at like that then yeah i mean I mean, $30 off 150 is 20% off. So we got 20% and then another 15. Yeah. So, it just depends yeah. how you look at it. But you do get quite a discount on it. So, yeah. um, but no, Columbia Burger, excellent. I highly recommend it. Like, same. Yeah. But the flavors all mush together really well. Uh, and the second thing we got was an arepa de chocla. Chocla. It's vegan. Um, this was a traditional sweet corn cake filled with cheese and griddled with honey butter. This is eight forty nine. This was interesting. Like I've had an arepa before. Um, I haven't had one that's just cheese, um, but it just it tasted just kind of like a cornbread cheese sandwich. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. It was actually pretty good. I was a little surprised by it, but it was very much like cornbread, which cornbread is mm-hmm. kind of sweet anyways. Yeah. Uh, we didn't finish this mainly just because um, the burger we had. We had other food we were already eating, but I did mm-hmm. like it. It wasn't no, I it wasn't bad. I just it don't know bad. if it's something I would order. Like, if if given the option of that or other things, I don't know if I would have gotten this again. Maybe oh, it was something wouldn't. else. Like the cheese wasn't bad, but something else with it. Like again, it's it, to me it, it seems like more of a dessert type of thing. So maybe like with a. <laughs> kind of maybe it was something sweeter but again i again it wasn't bad i thought it was actually pretty good mm-hmm. um yeah the honey butter there was there's quite a bit of honey butter on it i'm not gonna lie yeah like i said it was yeah. very sweet and the yeah. cheese it was like i said it just was different than i'm used to eating so mm-hmm. but yeah and i will say all in all um 
we didn't wait that long for food here. No. Um, we, oh, maybe like five minutes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, they, it did take a little bit to get the Arepa. They, it was not ready. Like it was, it came out completely fresh. So I did like that it was fresh. Yeah. So I'll go get yeah. that. And if portion sizes, like we talked about in the years past, you, a lot of times with Universal, we noticed you would get bigger portion sizes, but sometimes the food wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would take a longer, you know, to get it. Uh, I feel like the portion sizes weren't as big this year. So it depends on the um, booth a little bit. But they weren't small. There, I yeah. think you're still getting more food than you get over at Epcot in the most part. That I I would say it's very comparable. I think I think both places, both Disney and Universal, in my opinion, are similar in, in portion sizes. That's I, just my opinion. I, not, I don't think it's astronomically different, but I do think they're a little bit more with Universal still. Just okay. in my opinion, on okay. certain no, not every booth, certain dishes. But um, I, I guess I should say spoiler alert: we didn't really wait that long at all the booths this year. Yeah, not like we did have in the years past. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about more in, in toward the end. But that that definitely has gotten better. So mm-hmm. uh, all right, the next booths that we had is Germany, and the first one we had there was a currywurst, and this sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Currywurst sounds what? What was that? It is a bratwurst with, uh, so here's a, the whole thing here. Crispy skin German bratwurst sliced and topped with spicy curry ketchup. Uh, what do you think about this? It was a $7.99, and this is gluten sensitive, by the way. Um, I I, don't, I didn't really care for this, to be honest. Uh, curry ketchup, not really my thing. Now, this, I, I kind of showed Jared, like, what we can get, because they had a chicken cutlet thing that we had gotten last year that we really liked. We want to try something new. And so um, I basically let him decide to get this. And, like, it was okay. But curry is not my favorite spice. Like, it's not – I'm not a, a big fan of curry. So it was okay. Like, it was it was the first thing we had. And it was – it was I mean, it was hot. It came out fresh. So it was fine. It was probably my least favorite thing we had of the day. So – yeah, if it was left up to, we had had the chicken schnitzel last year. Yeah, which I really liked. I mean, if it was just me wanting to get what I actually wanted, I would have just gotten the chicken schnitzel because it was actually a good size of chicken. Yeah, but you know, we wanted to try something different. This was new. Mm-hmm. I love bratwurst, so the bratwurst itself was pretty good. I will agree. I'm not a fan of curry. I never yeah. have been. Um, it was better than I thought it might be when we first saw it. I was like, eh, we'll see. But the curry was pretty spicy. I know for you, yeah. it was really spicy. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not big spicy. on spice. Like, I didn't think it was overwhelming, but it is a little spicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have much rather just had a bratwurst than had it like mm-hmm. with the curry stuff, I'm being quite honest. And to me, that's more of like a German-type food you'd think of anyways. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I would agree. This is probably the weakest thing we had. Yeah. Um, and again, it wasn't bad. If you like spicy stuff, if you like curry, you yeah. probably will like this. What do you think about your drink? Well, I got a wall. I'm going to try <laughs> to say this. Hold on. I'm going to read this. Hold on. Uh, it was a Weinstaffer Hefe Weisenbier. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. You got to say it kind of Hefe Weisenbier. It, it's a Hefe Weisen, if you're yeah. familiar with those. Um, now, this year, in years past, the beers that they served at the Germany booth, for the most part, were canned. Which isn't a bad thing, oh. but they would give you the can. It was a decent size, you know, drink to walk around with. This year they were all on tap, which yeah, there was like four or five of them. Yes, tap off tap is much better than canned or bottled. Mm-hmm. So I was that was like okay. Um, I also got you can get a souvenir cup. So we got 
Now, this one you could do two different ones. You could do a 20 ounce souvenir cup, which was $15. And then you can use this cup all over the festival to get refills that'll save you probably four or five bucks off of each drink. Mm -hmm. They also had a souvenir stein, which is like a giant tall boot thing. A dollar more. It was $16 for that. But it's like glass. I think it was glass. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I was was worried about it breaking and just carrying it around all day. And I don't think you could get any other drink in it besides beer. Oh, okay. And I know Jamie was wanting to try some other drinks we can talk about. So I was like, we'll just do the the refillable uh, souvenir cup. Yeah. But it was, um, I I liked it. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was definitely, you could tell it was a German, like it it was from Germany. They kind of have a, tend to have a certain like uh, taste to them. It was a little more Mm -hmm. bitter than I'm used to for a Hefeweizen. But I did like it. Actually, I had another one later in the day, so it was it was solid. Um, I didn't try. They did have Schoffenhofer, which I know I do like. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that there, mm-hmm. but I've had that many times. They had a Pilsner uh, Celebrator, which is a dark one, which I'm not big on dark ales. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had like a brandy, and they had Jägermeister. And I'm not in college anymore, so I didn't have Jägermeister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just, I'm not 22 anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so it was good. I, I would like to try the Pilsner. I just didn't try it that day. Pilsner was okay. a little bit cheaper. But uh, no, it wasn't actually. Never mind. It was not. Okay. Never mind. I all lied. Right. It all wasn't right. true. But yeah. So all in all, Germany was, uh, it was it was okay. I think I, I think I would have felt a lot better about it having the schnitzel. But uh, yeah. yeah. It was no Germany booth at Disney because that's always a hit for us. But yeah, I'd like, I mean, I've, like I've noticed about myself, I like German food quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, as one. I as I shocked to no one when you said Germany, I was like, oh, no one's gonna be shocked by this. <laughs> you wanted to go to the Germany one. You like I German just, food? No, I just want to say nine. They have a lot of meat. They do have a lot of meat. Yep. and they have meat and beer. I mean, you know. Yep. Let's go to Mexico. All right, let's go. All right, we'll go to Mexico next. And over here, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce this. I think it's pronounced. Is it Chila Chiaquiles? Sure. Chiaquiles. Uh, Verdes. Um, this was gluten sensitive. Uh, tortillas topped with chili, braised, shredded chicken, salsa verde, cilantro, onion mixed with lime crema and cotilla cheese. Um, and this was seven forty nine. Um, this was. I like actually. This is pretty good. It was just kind of like almost like nachos, <laughs> like nachos with the uh, the cheese and the chicken and the salsa on the top. A little bit, with a little yeah. cream. Um, I enjoyed this. This it was wasn't bad. The only thing I said about it was it, I like in that ter- like form, I, I could have used more of like a sauce. Well, it did. It had that. Well, it meant more. That crema. Right. That crema. It meant more than what it had. You to just me, wanted more sauce. Okay. It was a little dryish. It was good. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it was bad. It's just my personal preference. I would have preferred more of like a sauce with it. Like more. See, I am opposite. I don't like a lot of salsa or a lot of cheese dip. Like when I'm, like like chips and salsa, like I'm dipping my chip in. Like, I don't like a lot of that. So, for me, it hit the spot, and it was it was, it was perfect. Well, Not perfect. It wasn't perfect, but it was perfect amount of sauce and stuff on my chips. The chips are a little soggy, though, at the end, like at the very bottom. Well, that also happens. That's okay. there. Again, per- I mean, you know, I personally like a lot of queso or salsa when I eat my chips. You do. So you scoop it are, all up in that we one are chip. Polar opposites on this. Polar so opposites. This just comes down to preference, I suppose. <laughs> and the second thing we had was the quesabaria. 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 Uh, this is a barilla. 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 Wow. Barilla. It's barilla. You just said it. Quesabaria. It's barilla beef. Barilla beef. And a corn tortilla with Monterey Jack. 
And that word I cannot pronounce. Osaka cheese, <laughs> something like that, <laughs> served with uh, Berea broth. Mm-hmm. This was fantastic. This is eight ninety nine, and we really loved this. This was really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. one of it was one of the best. Like the the stuff you dipped it in and everything. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, that broth. That broth was like, but it's real. Uh, the word deep is what I'm thinking of, but that's not what I mean. But calling it a broth is not really, it was more of a sauce, like a salsa or salsa. Like it, it was like a thick broth. It was, it was the beef broth. I mean, it was very thick, but yeah, I had like some, I think it had cilantro and mm-hmm. some onions in it. Yeah. No, it was very good mm-hmm. to the point where I'm going to try and make this sometime. Oh yeah. It's super easy. Not easy, but like super simple. Like just the cheese and the beef and the tortilla. I mean, it was great. It, they they were making it, so I had to wait a minute. But um, again, it, was, it came out fresh, and I was happy about that. Um, I will say Mexico, the location, it's right next to Cafe La Bamba. And I believe it was last year. We were going to go to the same place. And I think it was also Mexico last year. And one of some of the guests that were waiting for their food that had already ordered told us to just go you just go just leave because they've been waiting like 25 minutes for their food yeah like everybody had i was like oh gosh so like they I said, were moving very slowly like i said but we la- got lucky last year um it was slow now this year yeah. again i don't think i i haven't heard about it but we didn't experience any really long wait times for and food. this was saturday so it wasn't like it was in the middle of the week this was like noon on saturday so it would have been it should have been like real busy but yeah we work out so i feel like they've done a better job which that was the biggest complaint we had was how long it takes for food Um, i feel like they've done a lot better job i didn't see you know walking around and stuff i didn't see a lot of people hanging around waiting for stuff there was Mm -hmm. plenty of places to, to you know tables and places to sit I felt like they did a good job. And you did see a lot of management walking around. Mm-hmm. So yes, I think that's did. something they definitely were focusing on because it, it mm-hmm. was a vast improvement in terms of, you know, obviously we've talked about before. Disney has this down pat. They've been doing festivals for a long time. Right. With Universal, this, you know, I don't know how many times, how much you, or Mardi Gras they've done, but they're they're newer to this type of thing. Right. Um, they do run out of food sometimes. Yeah. And some dishes. Sometimes they do. But all in all, I, I think they did a much better job this year overall so. yeah i agree i agree all right uh the next booth we had was a puerto rico puerto rico uh so we got the pastelon which is uh gluten sensitive and i'm sorry if i'm not pronouncing that correctly but it's a layered casserole of sweet plantain and picadillo picadillo beef topped with ed- adam <laughs> cheese <laughs> 899 um how did you Describe this I, again. I think this is my least favorite dish we had all day. Okay. It was like a sweet lasagna. And it's not that it was <laughs> bad. Uh-huh. It was just like it had beef. And where I talked about the sweetness of the burger in Colombia helping it, the sweetness here was overpowering. It was it was the the plantains were like all over it. So I actually went in, like picked out some of the plantains and then tried some more. It was much better without the plantains, as many that were in there. Because I think like the beef already would have the plantain flavoring without the plantains being in there. So you just don't like the nature of this dish in general. Well, I just felt like it was too sweet. Like I I guess I would just say I'm not really big on um, that type of sweetness with like a beef based dish, perhaps. But again, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just Mm -hmm. not my favorite, like the way it was. So I didn't I ate the most of the beef out of this, but I didn't really finish the rest of it. 
Yeah, we didn't we didn't finish this one. It was it wasn't bad. Again, it was it was like the sweetness and, and the the beef and the cheese like just put together. If you're not if you're not sure, I've never had it before, you may be like, "Oh, I don't know about this." But it was decent. It was good. It was one of the last dishes we had of the day, so we were already kind of full and like we're just like, "Well, we're not going to we're not going to finish this." But I don't know if I'd get this again though. I wouldn't. It's a decent yeah. portion size. It just wasn't my favorite yeah. thing. Uh, we also got the pastelitos de guayaba, vegetarian. This is a guava filled puff pastry with powdered sugar. Simple, five ninety nine, and this was good. It was very good. This yeah. was yummy. I can't say it was like something that was like, you know, I, I guess it was good. If you're asking me if I'd rather have this or like a Bavarian cream donut, I would probably rather have a, a, a Bavarian cream donut, if I can say that word. Um, it was good, but I think yeah. I would rather just have a typical donut, though. Well, oh, sure, sure. Um, but if you're going for a puff pastry, you know, a guava, this is this is a good one to get yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, and it was only, like I said, it was only $6. And it was it was a pretty good size. It was a pretty good it size. Was uh, it was a decent a, size. A puff pastry. So um, I enjoyed this. I'm, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I got it. So I mean, some I'm of the dishes were a little, uh, you know, you get to food booths. Like, they're not, you're not going to get deals at food booths here. Right. And neither, at, at none of these you are. But... They had a coffee drink, which I would have tried, but it was like nine dollars for like a cold brew coffee thing. I'm like, I could go to Starbucks. Oh, and get- that was at a different one. That was at a different booth. That was at the New Orleans. Desserts. Okay, well, either way, I could mm-hmm. go and you know get a venti, you know, double something for like six. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. But so right. some of these are better values than others. But sure. All right, then we went over to Canada, and Jimmy wanted to try the fire cider that was over here. Yeah, this is Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, apple cider with a cinnamon stick. Um, I got it a refill since I already had a souvenir cup, and it was $13. And uh, this was not pre-mixed. I was telling Jared, I could actually watch the team member make it in front of me. And I saw him put all the alcohol in it, so I know there was whiskey in there. Um, But I could not taste it. Which was dangerous because I drank it pretty quickly. <laughs> well, you drank so, this one by yourself. I did drink this one by myself, and I I drank it pretty quickly. And it was it was cinnamon, it was apple, it was sweet, and it was it was yeah. You probably would have hated it because it was really sweet. Although I will say I don't think it was that strong because as much that was in there, if you would have if there was that much alcohol in there, you would have been gone. Oh, I'm not saying there was a ton of alcohol. Right. I'm just saying I saw him put yeah. it in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it wasn't like it was a super, super weak drink. Yeah, because again, it was like 20 ounces of like, I was like, yeah. that's a lot of that's fit, but you know. No, no, it wasn't like a sh- No. Because <laughs> Jamie will have like half of a typical mixed drink or something and she's already like, oh, I feel it in my, I feel it in my toes. Yeah, I feel it in my toes. So I, the fact that she was walking after she had yes. this, I don't think it was super strong. No, but it was just it was um, delicious. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I do like the fact that they do mix it because one thing uh-huh. I do, and I've talked about this many times over at Disney with Epcot and stuff, I loathe pre-made drinks. I hate them. Yeah. They're mostly, I, I've never had a good experience on a pre-made drink in terms of you're paying extra for the alcohol. It's not that they taste bad. It's just usually they're very, very weak on the alcohol. Yeah. So if that's what you're going for, which typically that's what you're wanting if you're paying for an alcoholic drink, I feel like you kind of get... I don't feel like you get your money's worth when you do when you get them pre-made. Yeah. And there was um, a Canada. There was a, a poutine. They did have a poutine. We didn't get it, but I did see it. <sighs> but that. it didn't look... Like I looked at when they were making my drink. I was looking at when people were getting the poutine. 
it didn't look super appealing. Something, something, something in onion. I was like, ugh. So, yeah, I haven't had good, good poutine yet. Even at Disney. One of these days I'll have. I don't know poutine. if poutine's a thing that is for me though. Maybe not. No cheese curds. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> that does not sound too appealing. Uh, all right, and the last booth we had was over in New Orleans, and we just got some beignets over here because that's what uh, mm-hmm. you know New Orleans is known for. These were six ninety nine. Uh, they're you know sweet fried pastry with powdered sugar, and very good. They were very good. Yeah, I had no complaints. No complaints. They're they're good every year. I mean, like they they have them all ready in the bag, and you get four of them. Four of them for seven dollars. I mean, okay. In the in the picture of it on the poster, there's like ten on a plate. Yeah, and obviously it's just make you look ooh like I want it. You don't get that many. You just get you four. Don't. That's okay. You don't. That's okay. But um, yeah. So I'm glad we got these because um, we're gonna try some beignets over at Disney at the end of the month, and I want to compare and see who I think did it best. Okay. So, but that was all the food and drinks. Yes. I feel like this year it was much smoother. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't long li- there weren't long waits. I did think they pared the menus down as well. It didn't seem like there were as many options, which maybe was the issue they had. Maybe in, in last year and years past was there was just too many options, and then they're cooking it. And when you've got four or five different things people can order, you can get behind real easily. Versus, I think mm-hmm. most booths had two to three food options at most. The regular new orleans one had like five it was like but some of those were like gumbo yeah it was a bunch of stuff but most of them didn't have that many right correct but new orleans also had some of the pastries as well which you could make those ahead of time a lot too Mm -hmm. so i think in terms of like just actual food items most of them didn't have more than like three that i recall okay but i think that may have helped them in that regard uh i feel like it was all really good i mean none of even stuff i didn't care for there was a couple of dishes in years past that were bad, bad. I remember distinctly yeah. getting a chicken biscuit. I don't remember where it was from. Mm-hmm. I remember it was last year, the year before, mm-hmm. and it was it was straight disgusting. Oh, do you remember that? I don't remember that. Actually. It was the biscuit was basically like dry and hard. It was crumbly. Oh, uh, the Tennessee. Something I don't know. I don't know what it was called. Tennessee honey, honey. All I know was it was not. It was a. It was. I didn't even get close to finishing it. It was terrible. Um. And, and then I didn't have anything like that on this. And I haven't heard anybody really have. Any, I haven't heard anything from other you know vloggers and people that cover this stuff saying like something was remarkably bad. Just it all awful. seems to be. I think all in all, I would say it's definitely improving. I enjoyed it yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. And I do think they're getting to the point where they're becoming comparable. To an Epcot festival. That's like, that's like kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously Epcot's been doing it a lot longer and it's different. You know, obviously Mm -hmm. Epcot has the world showcase already set up for these. And when, you know, you go in to Canada or Mexico, they obviously don't have that over in Universal Studios, but I do feel like they do a pretty good job of like setting up a nice little atmosphere, especially in the New Orleans area. Yeah. They set it up almost like a street fair. So I think they do... For what they have, and you know, obviously they're limited on their space and kind of how they're set up. But I do think it's it's getting better and better. And I think in I that agree. regard, I think that uh, good on them. I agree. Much better. Oh, you disagree with everything I said? I said I agree. With oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you anything else you want to add. No, no. I just I want to talk about the parade. 
Yes, we can talk about the parade here. So this is our second year of throwing beads off the parade. So if you're unaware <laughs> of Mardi Gras and what they do here. Yeah, the the parade. So they do a parade every year and there's always a different theme. Um, I can't for the love of me remember last year's theme. It was uh, had like unicorns and fairies. And do you remember like it was all like I think it was mythic mythical or, some, or something? Was, yeah. This year is elements. That is a theme for this year. So there's always a couple of the same booth, uh, same booths, same floats they have every year. Um, but uh, but they kind of sandwich in the elements theme this year. Um, so well, I'll read you the description. Okay. It says um, international flavors of carnival party like no other when the streets of Universal Studios Florida come alive with fantastic floats inspired by New Orleans and carnival celebrations around the globe. Says, catch a handful of beads and enjoy the all new elements floats that keep the party rolling. Yeah, so there's the riverboat is the first one, then the crew of Dionysus, 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 the jester. Then we had earth, then air, then fire, then water, then sun and moon were one together. Then they have a French quarter one, then the king and queen float, and the last one is the king gator. So we, uh, so we hadn't actually get, didn't actually watch the parade just yet because as Jared's saying, we were, we were, we were floating. We were on the floats. We were on the floats. Yeah. So you can do this. Um, if you're an AP, you can register and we, Jamie got us registered. You can also do a dine and float type of package, uh, mm-hmm. where you can buy basically access to it. So there's, and, and then you, you can also just walk up first come first serve if they have open spots. You also have a virtual queue that they open, yeah. open up every day too. So there's a lot of ways to be able to do it, but the, the one that is most um, uh, guaranteed is the float and dine or the, the uh, signing up like pre, I guess it was back like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. You could, you could get a spot there. Yeah. So you got to be back there. I think we had to be back there by fourth. We had to be back there by like five thirty. I think yeah. it was the cutoff time. Yes. We got there by like 4.30, which we were way early. We were way early. So, yeah, you walk in and, you know, you check in. You got to sign a waiver. Then they take you in the back and they give you a, I mean, it's like an apron of sorts. And whichever float you're on, you have color-coordinated apron that you wear. Um, they help you put it on. They'll take some pictures. They have a their version of PhotoPass photographers there to take pictures. And then they'll... You have sections in which you sit with your float. We were riverboat, which is the biggest one. So the most people there were in riverboat. And then you've got float leaders, mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. But they'll tell you, hey, you've got this much time. If you want to go out, you can still go get something. You can't bring food or drink back there because you're in the animal actors area as your like waiting area. Mm-hmm. But you can go out and go to the bathroom, go get food, go get drink, and do whatever. Like there's a plenty of people out there just because there's a there was a bar right outside of there where a lot of people are hanging out. Um, yeah, and you can yeah you can walk around and you can still do stuff. You just have to be back and ready to be on the float by like five thirty. Yes, yes, because um you ha- I think they start walking back about five forty five to get on the floats and everything. Yeah, and they got to give you the safety spiel and all that stuff. But um yeah, but this year our daughter did it with us. She was, she she was, was so excited. She was big enough to do it, and she she did it. So we, um, yeah. So that was fun because you and I did it last year, mm-hmm. and do it with her was a lot of fun. So yeah, you go back there, and then they walk you back past SpongeBob, and then you go in the backstage area to get mm-hmm. to the floats and all that stuff like that, and then they um, assign you, you know, upper deck and lower deck. This year we were lower. We were. 
which being tall, I had to make sure I didn't hit my head because it was it's not very tall in there. But well, I was hoping we wouldn't get riverboat again, but that's okay. <laughs> we got riverboat again. It's the first float that comes out. You know, it's the, the where we're we were literally again the first people you see on that one side, um, just like we were last year, but we're just at the top. So we're the first people to like throw the beads to the to the uh, crowd. Yeah, which is funny. Um, but yeah, so what did you think? What do you think? How's your arm? Your arm sore? I mean, your arm will, and the guy even told us that your arm will be sore if you're trying to whip <laughs> him out. I mean, I was, again, yeah. I'm trying to like, you, you, you know, they tell you don't throw it overhand, throw it like a Frisbee, mm-hmm. uh, but you'll make, you'll see people like what, you know, you try to make eye contact with them and throw it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My bicep halfway through was, was hurt. Even my daughter was like, my arm hurts. The guy yeah. was but we had yeah. a ton of beads. Uh, she did really good. She was throwing them. Like, she couldn't quite see over the top. So I was She's helping so her. Short. Like I was making sure she had beads. Right? And she'd tell yeah. me, like, Daddy, I'm almost out of beads. I'm like, okay. And I'd get her more beads. Yeah. Because you have to like, you, you know, tear them out of the package for yourself and stuff like that. So I was making sure she was fully loaded and yeah. all that stuff. But uh, but no, it was fun. Like it was, it was a good great. time. She had a really good time. She yeah. enjoyed doing it. And then as a byproduct... I mean, you dr- you end up dropping tons of beads while you do this, <laughs> just because some beads are stuck together. You know, you go to throw and stuff just falls down below your feet. Um, so by the end of it, and they'll even tell you, like it's not like you're taking it; they don't know. They're like, take, you know, if it's on the ground. If as long as it's not in the, if if it's still wrapped, they don't want you to break it and take right. that. But if as long as it's like on the ground or this is what you have left over. You can totally you can take, take it. Them. So we got mm-hmm. you get tons of beads by throwing the beads we as had well. Tons of beads. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was it was a good time. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. It was different this year with like last year on the top we had a guy up there with us that had done Mardi Gras before, mm-hmm. so he's very much like in the festive spirit and was you know in us is our first time doing it with our daughter. It was a little bit different, which was but it was a lot of fun because mm-hmm. it was just trying to make sure she you know she was having a good time. She could see she got to throw some to her brother. She did, yeah. So my mom and my and my and our, our baby Thor, uh, he's too short to do it, so he wasn't able to do it this year. Maybe next year, uh, but they got a spot. And I told her, like, I I just because you can't have your phones out uh, backstage. So I was texting her on my watch, going, "Okay, we're on the driver's side. If you're facing the floats, we're on the driver's side, first float." And so she was able to get a spot to where she'd be able to see us as we come by. And his face when we came by, he looked so confused. I was like, hi, Papa. And he just looking at us like, what in the, where, why? Like, like just so confused. Why are you on that thing? But, but she said he had a wonderful time, like with the dancers and, and all the, the, the performers and everything. Mm-hmm. He loved all of that. And like, he got into it as of the uh, parade went by and like, he started trying to catch some, some beads. At first he wasn't sure because yeah. last year, I mean, he's, he's four. So like last year, three, he didn't really like, get it he didn't really care i don't think last year um but this year this year he actually he caught on to it so um yeah so i mean it's it was a lot of fun and we had a great team leader which was one of the team members or or, uh, yeah team members that are basically in charge of a section of the float yeah and uh his name was max and he was he was amazing it was he was awesome. So the team leaders always been really good with these. So the, and the, oh, yeah, and they're all like you know you have people that are spotters and people that drive. Oh, the, the spotters were awesome too. Yeah, they so were awesome. They're always, it's always and when you get done, the the performers will come by and say you know good job and clap. Yeah. And like so I, it's always been really good experiences with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would highly recommend if you're able to do it to do it. It's a lot of fun. It's one of the most fun things I think I've ever done at Universal. 
It is a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's very unique. It's not every day you get to be on a parade float, at least for me. Right. Um, <laughs> right. You know, back when I was homecoming queen, maybe. But no. Oh, you know, oh my. Yeah, it never happened. Okay. The voting there was <laughs> skewed. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. um, would yeah, hopefully we can do it every year. Yeah. So maybe Hopefully. next year we'll get the whole family involved. Uh, hopefully, we'll yeah. Just be re- reloading things for everybody. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I guess the last thing we'll talk about: we do have the tribute store, uh huh, which we walk through, which is not really big this year. Um, it's yeah, it's a little smaller, I think. Um, it's themed to a river cruise. Uh, P.S. Songbird. Uh, when you walk in, it says, welcome aboard the P.S. Songbird, legendary steamer of the mighty Mississippi. The cruise may seem a party at first, but be warned. Not all is as it seems. For the ship you're sailing on met its end nearly 100 years ago. To this day, its ghostly horn can still be heard in the night as it carries unsuspecting travelers deep into the heart of the bayou in a place where many spirits linger. Some make music, some cause mischief, some are adventurous, and some are playful. Tread lightly, friends. You never know what you might face. So it's like basically a haunted river cruise. Right. <laughs> basically. With um, merchandise. With merchandise. Well, if you're unfamiliar with what the tribute store is, <laughs> Universal, and this is one cool thing Universal does, is they have themed gift shops, essentially. It's but huge, too. Highly themed to yes. like when they Mardi Gras and Halloween and Christmas. And then there's Usually a there's summer. In the summer one, they kind of have a it's a mixed bag. So last year they had like a bunch of the old school like Back to the Future, Jaws. Oh, that, was, that was two years ago. Okay, it was two Last years year ago. was Jurassic Park. That's right, Jurassic Park. So yeah. they usually do like, lately it's been a movies themed one yeah. in the summer. But yeah. um, it's really cool. They've got a bunch of merchandise, but it's really themed well. Just a very unique way to go through a gift shop. Yeah. So that's what you're And they do with. stuff like, they had the ghost of the captain like appear in the... They also had the on the floor, it was like moved like you were in the swamp. Yes. It was really cool. Which our kids were very much like, what is this? Like, I know. you could see like gators and it looked like the water was moving and stuff like that. I mean, even if you don't buy anything, you just want to walk through it. It's it's an, almost like an attraction to itself. It has a story. Well, the Jurassic Park one was. I mean, they had like yeah. photo shoot. This one didn't have any photo op spots. Um, the Jurassic Park oh, yeah. one had like dinosaurs. You could, you know, different spots with it and things like that. Yeah. Kind of did not as much. You're right. No, not as much as. Jurassic no, I mean Park. not compared to Jurassic yeah. Park by any means. But yeah, uh, they do have food you can get as well. They usually have themed desserts and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, cookie dough balls. They always have cookie dough balls. They do. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopie pies. Yeah. I think like you that. got a shirt. They have a bunch I of Mardi Gras masks that all our kids decided they want to try every single one of them. <laughs> so they tried all yeah. all of them on. And like as far as merchandise goes this year, there's there's a lot of skeletons on this merch this year. Like. Right? Like, I feel like well, more, than, more than usual. Leftover um, from Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> they also had like a musical music festival design, which is kind of what my shirt was. Um, they had a pass holder shirt that was a ringer, which I don't really like ringers. So I didn't get one of those this year. Um, they had a King Gator flannel. It's purple and black, like faded with a, the gator on the back. I actually like that one, but it was like 80 bucks. And I was like, eek. I don't know. Um, they had a spirit jersey that I hated. And let me explain why. It looked like there was like puff paint um, necklace, like a permanent necklace around it. And I was like, I do not like that at all. I didn't really. Get, you did, did more of the version. I kind of had the kids around. So oh, I didn't okay. really look at most of it. Um, I'm not going to talk about everything, obviously. They have, you know, they have pins. They have mugs. They have uh, freestyle cups. They have. Um, sweatshirts and crop tops and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but they also had a King Gator plush, which was adorable, and a King Gator popcorn bucket. 
which wasn't available when the, the festival started, but it was a few days later. So they also have those in the regular shops as well that I mm-hmm. saw. But mm-hmm. they had those available. I think yes. it was twenty seven, twenty four, twenty nine. I think it started at twenty nine. It was cheaper was than the, the Transformer one. Yes, it was. Yep. I think it started at twenty nine. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway, so lots of merchandise, lots of merchandise this year. So they, I don't think they're going to run out. <laughs> All right. And then uh, they have the Cursed Coconut Club as well, part of Mardi Gras, which is the Coconut Club is a sometimes open bar that they have on City Walk. <laughs> It's like red and green coconut club in City Walk. It's, it's kind of crazy. it's kind of finicky, but they <laughs> yeah. theme it. So this year it's themed Curse Coconut Club, which we talked about in the Mardi Gras preview yeah. thing. Um, but they do this for like Halloween Horror Nights and Christmas and Mardi Gras. Um, and this one, you know, dark and moody New Orleans voodoo type vibe. It kind of did. It was very like old jazz club feeling to it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like Jared said, it's finicky because they close it for special events sometimes, like private events. So you just kind of have to like pay attention to social media to see if it's open. Um, we didn't get to check it out, but you know we heard it was it was pretty cool. So it's a cool spot, and again, it's yeah. I mean, some, like I said, it's easy for places to rent them out. In some places, when they and they're rented out, they they'll still be open to the public. Sometimes it just kind of mm-hmm. depends. So. But yeah, you know, we checked that out. And then they had the Mardi Gras magnets if you're an AP as well that you could go get, which we got one in the uh, five and dime. They were circular this year. Every other year they have been squares. That's true. Yes. That's true. Um, so, somebody I follow has all of their magnets from Universal like on their fridge. Mm-hmm. And they said, this year's magnet is messing with my OCD because it's the only one that's a circle. Right. So they're like, ah, I don't know what to do. But anyway, so that is that is free for APs. But oh, we should talk about the concert series too. We did forget about that. Uh, the concert series that they have is. So it's every Saturday for the first couple weeks of the festival. And they actually, so they actually have some really good acts this year. When we were there last Saturday, they had all American rejects, which Jared has a story about. <laughs> Knowing <laughs> the guy is I, from all of, I forgot his his the the lead singer's I name. I can't remember his name. Okay, but, here's um, the, here's the story of that it goes. I, was, <laughs> I don't know if I told him this show before. So I was friends with a band back in Missouri called Happy Endings, and they had got signed to a major. Re- I can't remember the record label, but they got signed to a major record label. Mm-hmm. And part of after they got signed, they were the opening act on tour for All American Re because at this time All American Rejects was huge. They had just come out with the My Dirty Little Secret. And so they were the opening act for them. So they had gone on tour and done some stuff with them. And then, you know, I was hanging out with, they were back in town. I was hanging out with them. And uh, the lead singer's name was Brandon. He was making a joke. He's like, well, you don't like, you know, all American rejects, do you? I'm like, I, I like some of their stuff. I was like, I don't know. It's a little bit more like poppy for me. Like I've never been like huge in like pop music. So all of a sudden he sits there and he just hands me his phone. He's like, Hey, here. And I was like, what, who, what? And he's like, just say, Hey. And I was like, Hello. And it's, I can't remember his name, but it's the lead singer from All American Rejects. <laughs> he was like, Brandon tells me you don't like my music. And I was like, um, I, I, I was misquoted. I didn't say, and he, it, was, it was an ongoing joke. And uh, yeah, so I ended up telling the lead singer of All American Rejects I didn't really care for some of their music, but I liked some of it. And then funny enough, later on, um, they had some random track and he called me and asked me my opinion. And I was like, this is really weird. And he was like, well, I just, I feel you're giving me an unbiased opinion because you did tell me to my face, you didn't, or not to his face, but over the phone that you didn't like one of my, uh, one of our songs. I'm like, true. So like he played a song and I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> I never heard from him again, but it was just interesting. But 
Well, that's nice. That's my story with All American Rejects, okay. but yeah, it's, uh, it's an uh-huh. interesting one. So um, they play uh, Saturdays and some Sundays um, for a few weeks, but they had Walker Hayes on, the, on February 3rd, All American Rejects on February 10th, Nessa Barrett on February 17th, Casey and the Sunshine Band. Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> on February what 18th. Is that from? Um, Goldmember. That is from Goldmember. Um, Bare Naked Ladies on February 24th, and then DJ Khaled. On March 2nd. That's the weird one. I'm like, yeah. what is he going to do? Because he doesn't rap. Let that I know of. Um, he, well, always, he doesn't have to rap. What well, you... I, no, but he's always the one on the on the songs. He'd be like, DJ Khalid. He was oh. always with somebody. Like some, yeah. He would like make the beat. And then somebody, like a rapper would be on the song. Yeah. I, that's what I'm, I'm um, unsure of what he's going to do. Ava Max on March 9th. Uh, Queen Latifah on March 10th. Louise Fonzi, I think is his name, uh, March 16th, and Zed on March 17th. So decent, decent uh, lineup there. Not, um, doesn't go with the whole festival, but it does go for, I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten X. So, yeah, in years past, they've got some pretty big names that have come. Yeah. I think it's because they have Universal's music label, probably helps them in this regard, would be my for, guess. Probably. But yeah, I mean, All American Rejects is, I mean, as much as I, you know, I at the time I didn't really care for the music. I think now I'd probably appreciate it more. But like that's a decent band to get in there for mm-hmm. a festival like this. But in the night we were there, the day we were there, they were playing that night, um, and uh, they play in where the what's that stage called? It's over by Rock and Roller Coaster. Rock, uh, oh, not uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Excuse uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> Same time. Wrong ride. park. Um, it's the Rocket Rock Rocket Music Rip Ride Rocket Rocket Music Plaza Music Plaza something. Yeah. Rock. yeah. It's right next to the road coaster. Yeah. Okay, I looked it up. It just says Universal Music Plaza. Okay. But they do rock music there sometimes. They so. do. There you go. All right, that's everything going on for Mardi Gras. Uh, what were your thoughts this year? Uh, my thoughts. I I I mean, like with the 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 stuff that we got to do, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the food for the most part. There was just one or two things that maybe were iffy to me, but everything else I loved. Um. Decent merchandise, concert seems cool. Love the parade. Um, this is one of the more fun times I have at Universal every year is during Mardi Gras. So I have no complaints, none at all. <laughs> it's just it's it's just fun. It's just fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it was a a marketed improvement over the last couple of years for sure. Mm-hmm. I say in the food booth quality. I think then pairing it back is a really smart thing for them to do. It seems to have helped with the speed of the food. It seems the quality of the food has gone up as well, which is a good thing. So I think the food-wise aspect of it is good. Everything else, like, you know, the the parade's always a good time. Everything else associated with it. Like, they do the, the tribute stores really well. Um, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun. It is, a, it is one of the more fun festivals out of both Epcot and Universal. Mm-hmm. Like, overall, yeah. I think it's a good time. Plus, the weather's great, usually. The weather is amazing this weekend. So that's something yeah. that you don't have to be, you know, not sweating profusely, mm-hmm. walking around everywhere. Uh, yeah, I I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I think it's something that I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they're, you know, how it grows and maybe continue what they improve upon, how they kind of expand it. I definitely think they don't need to grow the amount of food booths they do. I think they maybe mm-hmm. found a, guy, a nice little pocket here of how many booths to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Improve, you know, in continuing to improve on the food quality and the offerings and stuff like that, I think is the way to go. Yeah, 
So Pleasure. in that sense, I think they did great. But yes. So there we go. Got to get time all around. So, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for the show. Um, before you go, though, be sure to check us out. Like we said, over on YouTube, we have the podcast channel at CTM Podcast. We can check out video versions of the show and clips over there. We also have at the at Captain Magic is the main podcast channel where we have a lot of Epic Universe updates. Uh, we have info, you know, tips. We'll probably do a Mardi Gras video. There's stuff like that you can do in the theme parks to have a better time. Uh, we also have other shows. We have the Disney World show that comes out every Thursday. So if you're looking to, for information over there, you can check that out where we talk about, uh, you know, same thing we talk about here, news and uh, tips, reviews and tips and all sorts of stuff like that revolving around Disney World. Jamie also has Trip Tales, which is our trip report mm-hmm. show. And the next one that you have coming out next week. Yeah, it should be Monday. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, if you want even more content, Club 32, where you go check that out, ctmvip.com if you're one to join there. And uh, just be sure to check us out on all the social medias at Captain Magic everywhere. Uh, main one being the Facebook community, uh, Facebook group. You check us out there. And the uh, Instagram at Captain Magic is also two main spots. We're the most active. Uh, and then except for TikTok, we're at Capture the Magic. So, all right. But that'll do it for the show. So thank you, everybody, for listening and or watching. And thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye.